Hey there and welcome once again to The Iconic Woman, a place where we as women, we keep it real. And I am your host, Michelle Watson, and I can't wait to dig deep into today's topic with you because it's something that has kept coming up. And you know what? Women, trust me, you all will be able to relate, especially those of you that are still in the waiting game. And in the last episode, I spoke about beneath the surface and the fact that we don't see beneath the surface and voila I had another another scenario that showed up another scenario that showed up in front of me and it's not a scenario really but like a revelation that I got and I, and I was speaking about this when I, I preached a sermon the other day at my church and I was just speaking about it and the amount of people that was able to come back to me and say you know what this resonated this resonated with me so much and it was amazing because at times we see people going about their daily lives and we don't really realize how how much <laughs> there's so much that we have in common because to you that person's life may be looking like they're living a dream right and but you don't really realize that guess what each and every one of us that we are walking about daily we have our own ups and downs. We have our own challenges. You know, I mentioned before, like some, some of us as women, we're very good with the Mary Kays and we're very good with the fashion fairs and, you know, to mask the pain that's happening behind the scenes. And so sometimes you go and you scroll on someone's Instagram and it looks like, yeah, they're having the time of their lives. But if you're really to stop and speak to them about what's really going on around them and the things that they really need to they have to push beyond daily in order to smile and keep smiling and continue making an influence, you would be surprised. You would actually be surprised. And I was just sharing the story really about my daughter's plant. And basically in the Sunday school at church, they were given a small plant pot with a tiny seed in it so they weren't told what plant it was what seed it was they were just told that they would need to you know water the seed look after it and each child would take a picture you know through the various stages of this plant and at the end of it they would see whose plant you know grew to be the tallest and so my daughter came home my little Alicia she's 11 at the moment and she came home and she was so excited because she couldn't wait to see this plant grow. And so she was washing it daily, watering it daily. Sometimes I, with my far self, you know how us mothers can be at times. <laughs> you know, we, we, we were there micromanaging. So at times when I thought she didn't, didn't water the plant, I didn't water it. And I remember this specific day, I came back downstairs and the plant was wet and the little coaster that, the pot was sitting in was like had a lot of water and I'm like oh my gosh there's so much water in here and I realized that I had watered the plant and she had watered the plant and I was like oh my god have we drowned this thing like is it actually gonna is it actually gonna grow but nothing was happening nothing was coming from this plant and she was getting frustrated we actually traveled, we went to Turkey for a week, came back and still nothing. And in my mind, I'm going like, I, I think we've messed up. But I didn't want to tell her. I didn't want to say to her like, Alicia, I believe this plant is gone. I was like, let me just leave it on the window. She came down one day and she was like, you know what? 
I'm done with this. This plant is not even growing, man. So she stopped watering it. I don't even know if she even went back to look at it. But I remember one day coming downstairs to go and wash the plates. And as I looked at this, <laughs> the plant pot on, on, on the window, on the window ledge, it had sprouted through. The plant had come through. And I was like, wow. Like, I was actually going to throw away this plant because I thought it was dead, right? And so when she finally saw this, she was so excited. And obviously now, now that she saw that it had come through, she paid a lot more attention to it. She was now watering it. But then when this, this plant got to a certain height, I just remember standing there looking at this plant while I was washing the plates. And, you know, this revelation just dropped on me. You know when you get them ones, sometimes I get mines in the toilet. My, 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 <laughs> my favourite place still, I do get I do get a lot of a lot of downloads in the in, in the bathroom. I don't know where your secret place is, but I get a lot of downloads in the bathroom. I also get a lot of downloads when I'm washing the plates. <laughs> right? These two places for some reason, yeah, they're my they're they are my download spot. Right, so take him, take him man away from the bathroom. Take it, take it away. <laughs> right, so I'm standing there washing the plates and I'm looking at this plant. And the revelation that I got was, Michelle, you were going to throw this plant away. Like, because you couldn't see, you couldn't see, both you and Alicia couldn't see was what was happening beneath the surface of this plant. When you looked in the pot, in this plant pot, all you were seeing was just the dirt because you didn't see beyond it. You didn't see what was happening with the roots and everything that was being orchestrated at the bottom of this in order for the plant to spring through. And because of that, you were going to throw it away. And the question that came to me, and I want to ask you that question as well is how many things have you actually given up on or thrown away or in your life called dead or seen as dead because it's not yet come to fruition or it's not come about in a way that you anticipated it. And so maybe you have given up. You had a goal set, but because you've been trying and it's kept failing, you've given up. When really and truly, maybe there were some lessons that God wanted you to see in this process of waiting. Mm. There were some things that you needed to pay attention to. There were some, there were some muscles that needed strengthening during the waiting process. But you've given it up. Possibly there's some talents, there's some gifts in you. But because you've not been able to make headway with it, you've dropped it. You've called it a dead place. You've called it a wilderness. But I just want to remind you. I want to remind you. That even in the wilderness. God. Has the ability to show up. And allow a spring of water to flow. Through that dry place. That place that you now see is dry. I, I look at that plant. And, I, and that plant is so tall so tall now <laughs> it is like it is so tall it's leaning it's dropping to the side i'm gonna have to get a stick and actually 
kind of twist <laughs> twist the plant around it so that it can remain standing but it's so tall now but the fact is my daughter gave up watering it my daughter gave up checking on that plant she gave up on it because it didn't come through in the time that she anticipated it it didn't come through in the time that she anticipated it i believe that she watered it and expected that a few days after the plant would come through and that's exactly what many of us do we we we, we start something and we expect that the moment that we start it it needs to be blessed and we need to see results immediately the moment that we start looking for a husband, he, he's, he's meant to show up. He should be showing up in the first year. The moment that I feel ready, the moment that I feel ready for this husband, the moment that I feel ready to give birth, the moment that I start the business, the moment that I start working on the project, the moment that I recognize my gift, it all should just sprout up and be bountiful immediately. But that's not the case that is not the case right because to be honest there are some things that requires a waiting there's some things that require us to go through that process of waiting there's some things and some lessons that we need to learn in the process there's some characters in us that maybe needs stripping away. There's a bit of purging that may need to take place so that when we do get into the position that God has called us and destined us to be, we can then show up with that authenticity that he, that is required of us. We can then show up with that humility that is required of us, right? And, and that plant, it spoke to me, guys. It spoke to me because it made me really sit down and think about some things that I started and stopped because it wasn't showing up in the way that I wanted it to show up. Let me be real with you guys right now. Like if you go back and you check, you'll see that there is, there is a gap in between when I did my last podcast and now. And because I had this image in my mind of how my podcast is gonna be when I started and how I'm gonna launch it with a, with a, with a massive buzz and all of these great things that I know and the whole knowledge of what I know around how to really launch books and get visibility and all of these things. But the funny thing is that when I launched or when I when I when I did my first episode and when I put it out there, I didn't even I didn't even do a launch. I felt led to just drop this first episode on my birthday, right? So it went against the grain of everything that I planned and everything that I had in my mind's eye of how I wanted to get this podcast out there and how I wanted the first episode to be and how I wanted to do the launch. But I went along with what I was feeling in my spirit. Right. And then along the lines, you know, obviously putting it out there, the first the first one, you know, it's a buzz and then sent out the other few. And it didn't you know, it didn't have that visibility how I wanted it, because I, I honestly I didn't have the time and the capacity to work on it the way that I really wanted to work on it because of my business and because of all the things that I had going on. And that's why I really wanted the podcast to wait until, yep, everything is set and it's all flashy and how I wanted it to be. But Holy Spirit said to me, no, you're going to give birth to this. You're going to give birth to this now. And so I went ahead. But because I wasn't seeing things in the way, I wasn't hearing reviews from people and I wasn't, I wasn't getting any feedback. I was like, hmm, wonder if I, wonder if I, wonder if I branched out prematurely. 
And because I wasn't seeing it the way that I wanted to see, I didn't think it was speaking to people. I didn't think it was making an impact. And so I had a period where I stopped. Right? <laughs> I want you to listen to this because I, I believe that many of us will learn from these things that if we are going to be very real and be very honest with ourselves, I, I believe that's, that's where our training ground is. Being real and being honest with ourselves and being honest with others. Just, I'm being very real with you right now. And I was feeling a little bit disappointed because I was like, Michelle, you know, you didn't do originally what you said you were going to do. In the back of my mind, I still was saying to myself, but if you know that you know that you know that it was Holy Spirit that led you to launch on the day that you launch, then you must have to trust and know that God is doing his work behind the scenes and you just need to keep watering, right? But at that time, I didn't have that revelation. And so I <laughs> I stopped watering. I stopped, I stopped. I, I, I didn't do another episode. I believe my last episode was in January and now we're in, what, April, right? <laughs> and I, I, start, I, start, I started to get a few messages. So one of my mentees messaged me and she was like, Michelle, why like why is the last episode in January? Like this, this last episode is speaking to me. Where, where, where's the next one? And then there was more messages, more messages from people, more messages saying, I'm waiting for your next episode. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what? See, again, I didn't see what was building beneath the surface. I didn't see what was happening beyond what was what, what I was seeing. And so, you know, coming back to this, just as the sermon that I preached that my, my, my church said, trusting beyond sight right and we have to get to that place where we trust beyond sight because i wasn't seeing things the way that i wanted it and how i wanted to put it out there and so because of that i now got to this place where i thought yeah let me just stop it for a minute let me just stop there are some ideas that god has blessed you with right and that that's the reason why i call I call procrastination a permanent pause because there's some, there's some gifts and there's some talents and there's some divine ideas that you have been blessed with. But because you're expecting that it has to be a certain way and it has to look a certain way, right? And you have to have this amount of money to make it big and with a splash. And, ah, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that, you know, you can't sit down and strategize how you want things to be. But I'm just saying that for the whole period of maybe a whole year that you're sitting down and strategizing, somebody is waiting for what it is that you're still waiting to do. Uh, let, let, let me back up and repeat that. Somebody is waiting for what you are still waiting to do. I want you to think about that, right? I have this concept, I have this belief that there are various people that are assigned to us that we are going to be a blessing to or we are meant to be a blessing to. And there are certain things that has been deposited in us, right? There are certain things that has been deposited in us. There are certain seeds that have been planted in us, just like the seed that was planted in the, in, in the flower pot that my daughter was given. But because we cannot see it, other people see it. Other people can see it, but because we don't see it or because we don't see it at the level that we want it to be, because we then do the comparison thing where we're saying, you know what, that individual is doing it, but I want to be at the levels that that person is. That person is doing it and I want to be at that level. 
I want to be at that level that that individual is doing it. And if I can't do it, then I'm not going to start. And then you end up procrastinating, right? And we do that. And that seed is there waiting to be watered so that it can spring through. It's waiting to receive light. It's waiting to receive light. That divine idea is waiting to receive light. It's waiting for you to start working on it because then that's when it can be perfected. Nothing, you cannot, I always say this to my clients that I work with, with their books. You cannot edit a blank page. So if you're waiting until that perfect manuscript is in your head before you start writing, you miss it. You have missed it. So if you're waiting to edit a blank page, you will never have anything to edit. You have to start writing and then you will be able to edit what you have written. You'll be able to edit what you have written, right? And so it's about process. It is about process. It is about process. It's about process. And within process, we have to recognize and acknowledge this very powerful thing called time. This four-letter word called time. The other four-letter word that we also need to acknowledge is wait. Wait. A farmer doesn't plant a seed, fertilizes the soil, waters it, and expects that by the following day the crop is going to be ready to be harvested. It just doesn't happen. And so we have to remember that we as well, we have that seed planted in us. And for it to, to get to that place of harvesting, there is a process. And so maybe, just maybe that thing that you have written off, that thing that you have called dead, that thing that you believe in is not possible, is possible. And all it needs is for you to Put the work in for you to water it and for you to wait. That's the three W's. And in fact, if you have a pen and a paper, write that down. <laughs> write that down. Holy Spirit, just drop that one. <laughs> right? We need to work, water, and wait. Seriously. We need to trust beyond sight. We need to trust beyond what it is that we're seeing, even in our circumstances. Okay, great. You're seeing your friends getting married. You're, you're, you, are, you are being asked to be bridesmaid. You're being asked to be maid of honor, right? And to you, you're saying to yourself, you know what? I've reached this age. I don't think it's going to happen for me anymore. Possibly you were married. The marriage didn't work. And you're saying, you know what? Is it going to ever happen for me again? Ciao. You better remember the God that you serve. <laughs> you better remember who created you, whose creation you are and who you are. Right? Because I think sometimes we do need to remember. We need to remember and look at things from that aspect and know that we have to see the things as if they were, as if they were not. Right? We need to see beyond the surface. And sometimes we have to also remember that there's a process. One of the things that I always say to myself is that God had the ability. He is more than powerful enough that he could have taken Joseph straight from his father's house 
and brought him to the palace, brought him to Potiphar's palace. He had that ability, but he didn't. Joseph had to go through betrayal by his own blood brothers. Betrayal. He had to go through being sold, being put in a pit, being thrown into prison for something that the guy did not even do. He was innocent. And he had to go through all of that. And I believe that all of those experiences that he went through taught him something. It taught him something. And I believe that was the foundation of his success. Even when he was in prison, this man was a celebrity. That's period. Even when he was in prison, his giftings were shining through and the gifting made way for him. He could have gone to prison and written everything off. He could have in that moment say, God, you are a liar because you showed me this thing. You showed me a vision of where you're taking me, but yet I am in prison. But yet I am in prison. And maybe you're feeling like that now. You're feeling as if, because we go through it. I've had moments where I felt like I'm in prison. Y'all, I felt like I'm in prison. But I, if we, in the midst of being in that prison, you still then have to believe that God is still going to take you to the palace. Because Joseph had to believe that. Once he was in prison, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that Joseph was saying to himself, God, you told me that I'm going to be in the palace. You took me to a place. Well, not necessarily the palace, but he, you know, he saw his, his brothers and his father and his mother bowing down to him and all of these great things. And so he didn't know how that was going to come about. He didn't know the structure of how God was going to do this thing. But he, I believe he held on to that vision, right? He, be, he held on to that, to that dream, right? He didn't know how God was going to do it. And so whilst he's going through this thing, in my head, I'm saying, did he still hold on to it? Did he still hold on to the vision and the dream? Did he still believe that it would be possible? Did he write it off? But one thing that I realized is that his gifting, he made use of it in the circumstance that he was in. Despite this guy being in prison, despite everything that has happened to him, he is at a point where, I'm not going to lie, like, I would have possibly given up hope. <laughs> I'm laughing, but it's not even funny. He would have possibly given up hope. He would have possibly given up hope. You possibly would have given up hope, right? And in the midst of being in the prison, this guy is working. He's serving. He is serving. He is using his gifts to serve. He's using his gifts to serve. And so my question is, have you written yourself off? Have you written yourself off because... How you envisage things to be is not how it is right now. So have you locked off yourself from serving? Have you locked off yourself from showing up? Have you stopped doing certain things because you're not, to you, you're not seeing the benefit? Can I be real with you? Some things that you do, it's not to benefit you. And that's, that's, that's the lesson that I learned. That's the lesson that I learned. That's the lesson that I learned. When I took a pause with my, with the podcast, the lesson that I learned that I was, I was, I was putting myself in the spotlight because I was looking at nobody's really, you know, leaving a review. Nobody's really rating it. You know, I don't think it's really making an impact. But the truth is I made it about me. 
which is where it's wrong because I needed to bring myself back to a place of remembering why I started doing the podcast in the first place. And when I started it, I didn't have me in mind. I had my listeners in mind. I had, I, I, I knew within my heart the women that I wanted to touch with this podcast. And so that is so very important because I believe that even whilst Joseph was in the prison, the guy was serving. He was serving because he, well, he didn't make it be about him. He wasn't making it be about him. Wow. The gift that God gave to him, he was using it to serve others. And it was not about him. Even the butler and the baker forgot him. Right? And so even though they forgot him, it didn't disappoint him. He still continued to serve. And sometimes we as individuals, if we don't get the applaud, if we don't get the validation, we want to stop doing what it is that we've been called to do. And we're missing the point. If we've been called to do it, that means it wasn't for us all along. We were called to be a vessel. We were called to serve. Why do I feel like I'm preaching? Michelle, calm down. Calm down, man. <laughs> But yeah, it's just, you know, I'm, I'm sharing this. But guys, as I'm speaking to you, I'm speaking to myself right now. Like, seriously, I'm getting a slap. <laughs> I'm getting a slap your mama slap right now. <laughs> seriously, because here's the thing. Right. So I, I don't know about your age group, right? But I remember, I, I don't know if they still do it. I think they still do it. They used to have these connect the dot books. They, they were coloring books and these coloring books what it is when you looked at the page it was just all numbers and you obviously needed to take a pen or a pencil and connect the numbers to create the pictures before you're able to create it in right and guys you know that I love I love analogies right and this is what came to me this is how this is how we do things in life like we open that we open that let's say we open that coloring book and we look at the page and the image is not making any sense to us so we close it back right we close it the image is not making any sense to us and so we close it when what we really should be doing is taking a pen connecting the dots connecting the dots so connecting the dots in order for us to see the outline of the picture right and then we can start coloring in within that within the outline of the image right and so the thing is i believe that for many of us we need to just get up and start moving start moving just like you would be moving the pen on that paper start moving and as we move god will do the rest he will do his work he will allow us to connect dots in such a way that we were we are now able to see the picture as we're moving we're not seeing it yet we need to finish connecting the dots and then we'll be able to look at the picture whilst god fills in Ooh, whilst god colors in the image so we connect the dot and he does the rest he beautifies it he beautifies it but in order for it to be beautified we need to start moving we need to start connecting the dots we need to start doing something so that he can then bless what it is that we're doing right here is the thing you cannot direct a stationary car a car that is not moving how, how are you going to direct it it's stationary 
even if, if you even if you're turning the steering right the wheels are just going to be turning left and right but the car is not moving and so in order for you to be directed you're saying god direct me god direct me god direct me and god is saying move start moving start moving so that i can navigate you how can i nav how can he navigate something that's not moving god direct me god navigate me but you are not moving and that is so so important for you right now to recognize that you need to start moving what with what it is that god has given to you in order for him to bless it and so to in order to do that we need to trust beyond sight we need to seriously trust beyond sight we need to trust we have to trust <laughs> you see the thing is you see us as human, right? The thing is, our humanity desires to know what's happening next. It's just a natural thing for us. We, we need to know what's happening next. And when we don't know what's happening next, it frustrates the daylight out of us. We need to be in the know of everything. But the thing is, to, to have insight into where God is leading us, right? we have to be able to take confident steps in the face of uncertainty. We have to take steps. We have to take steps. We have to take those steps because where ambiguity frustrates us, it's our faith that fortifies us. And that was, a, that, that, that was something that really dropped on me and really made me stop and think about many different things that I had started but never finished because I didn't decide to wait. I had put the work in, I watered, but I didn't wait. And a, a crucial point that I want to end on here is that if we're seeing it in all its completion, then it's not faith. So when we're saying we have faith and we're trusting and we're believing, are we truly? Because if we're waiting for that complete picture to be painted, if we're waiting to open that coloring book and see the picture already outlined and painted, then what is there for us to do? Where's the work for us to do? Where, where's the watering and the waiting process? And so as I leave you here at this point, I want you to stop and think about some of the many different things that you possibly have started may or may not have started because you are still waiting for that moment of perfection. And the truth is that moment of perfection will never show up because we need to start moving before we can actually see it coming to fruition. So whatever it is that you're waiting on, whatever that you're believing, whatever talents or gifts or ideas you've been given, I pray that you will have the grace and the ability to put the work in, to water it, but more importantly, to wait. So remember, you're an iconic woman. You're that bold influencer, spiritually equipped, authentic, wise, ambitious, and humble woman. You're a woman of prominence, value, authority, creativity, and authenticity. You're a risk taker who builds her home and those around her. You are selfless, you are courageous, and you are beautiful. Once again, thank you for tuning in.